Hi everyone, you've tuned into yet another remote episode of Respectfully Disagree. It looks like this is how we're going to be for a while. And this week we're going to talk about something which everyone has been talking about almost since the start of the lockdown, which is work from home and whether it actually works or not. So, starting off, let's talk to everyone about how you felt about work from home in general and how has that changed or how has that not changed with quarantine? This is Shishti, your host, by the way. Hi, I'm Rajvi. I'm the culture editor at The Swaddle. Uh, I've been a big, big fan of work from home, uh, you know, since I entered the professional uh, sphere, uh, at least theoretically. But then, you know, like when you start working and when you start like thinking about just how much you need to be in communication with uh, your colleagues and uh, in person is definitely better than, you know, like how we're doing this episode right now. Um, I think it is tricky. I, I still think for me, it's like better uh, than, you know, I say going to office every day, for example, but it is very tricky and it can only work if everything works together and that very seldom happens. Hi, this is Dev Rupa. I'm an associate editor at The Swaddle. So I agree with Rajvi on, you know, for work from home to work, everything has to be functioning perfectly, etc. But having said that, I have been working from home for the past six months since I was freelancing. And the moment I started working at the Swaddle, work from home started. So for me, it has not been like a huge difference. This is Carla. Uh, one important disclosure I feel I have to make is that I am... Um, the boss of everybody on this podcast and this is like kind of a kind of an awkward intersection of like our professional relationship and you know how we feel about um something that you know that that directly impacts how we work so i think we have to just put that out in the open and say that like this should be a casual conversation among friends and that we treat it that way um, Chatham House rules or whatever, but like whatever we say here doesn't impact, you know, my, my broader impressions of you as professionals. I think that's important to just put out there. Um, my own uh, feeling about work from home is I hate it. I've, I've never wanted it. I've never liked it. Um, I actually find getting up and getting dressed in the morning and having some sort of uh, mental break between my home life and my work life, I find that very healthy. Um, and so I, I never liked it. Um, but I'm sure we'll get into all the reasons why and why not. I think another important thing for us to like mention right at the start of the conversation, of course, is other than the fact that it won't impact our professional impression on Carla, um, that work from home is a privilege that only very few people can afford. So it's even a conversation within a really tiny, teeny tiny bubble. One question which I had, which is like while I was kind of looking things up for the pod, which is that it seems to be that in the US, like around, I think, 30% work from home currently. But in a similar way, it's not even a conversation point in India, you know, like there are no statistics around it. There's like one or two, you know, throwaway articles every now and then that, hey, there's this new millennial trend. But there's not really, you know, computation of of this phenomenon at large, which makes me think that it's it's really a very limited concept here. So I feel having actually worked a significant chunk of my professional career in the U.S. and um, and in India. So I have sort of equal levels of professional experience in both countries. And I think that um, Indian work culture is corporate culture, I'll say, is far more FaceTime oriented than um, 
than American work culture, which I think used to be that way, but it's started shifting. And, um, and so I think that in India, there is more of a sense of like, you need to physically be there so that people, you know, so that your boss can see that you're there and you're working. So it's really interesting that, you know, as journalists, we are speaking about this because I feel like if there is ever an industry that does not accommodate work from home, it's journalism because you need to have face time with your editors. You need to have face time with your sources. You need to, you just need to be there, you know, like you, there is nothing about journalism that can be done from home. Um, but I do think uh, that, I think for me, the biggest obstacle or like for me why I like work from home in theory is just like commutes in Bombay commutes for example it's like you, you wake up in the morning right and you have like you have you know voluntarily signed up for this amount of work to be done in whatever amount of hours that you're being paid for and then it's like uh, you tack on four hours to that that just get taken away from your day that there is nothing that it's limbo in that moment. There is nothing happening in that moment. Um, so I think that to me is the biggest obstacle that I feel like sometimes is a hindrance to my completely accepting that work from home doesn't work or is not like productive. If I had to guess what it is that's driving, especially younger people in the workforce, right? People who are just starting out their careers up until I would say probably it's like 20 something to like maybe 35 that really seem to be this like cohort that, that really wants work from home. To me, it seems more like a desire for autonomy in one's workplace than it does work from home. Like I actually don't think people want to work from home that badly. I just think they desperately want control and autonomy over their time and their schedule. And they want to have choices and they want to have options. They want to be able to say, this is how I'm going to manage my time. And this is what I'm going to do with my day today. And unfortunately, so few people at an early stage in their career are afforded that autonomy. Like that's very, very rare when you're relatively junior in an organization to be able to decide what to do with your own time. So to me, this, this trend and this real push for work from home feels more like people bucking that, that sort of that assumption that authority figures at work can just tell you exactly what to do with your day from nine until whenever. So I think, Ara, like you're very right when you talk about uh, the flexibility that people usually don't get. I, I, I mean, I think it's especially maybe in the Indian context where, you know, we see so much news of Indians being one of the most overworked populations in the world and who, you know, there's no semblance of work-life balance that, you know, you get home at 10 p.m. and then there's nothing left for you to do. Um, I do think, and uh, just in my research about work from home, I, I've seen that a lot of people just want the flexibility to do their errands or their appointments or whatever during the, during the week. And so then they can do work when they want to do work and the same amount of work gets done. It's just on their own time uh, but I feel like that also doesn't work when you are increasingly more and more jobs are collaborative right so if you if another person is dependent on you for doing your work at a certain time then you have then you are kind of like letting them hang also so I feel like work from home increasingly is not a sustainable option um, and very few fields actually can accommodate it without you know uh, compromising productivity I still feel, though, that there's this really important notion of choice. And I think that, I, like, what, what I sense is that um, people who are not happy with their work situations are sometimes thinking of 
work from home, it's almost like being in office is the scapegoat. Well, if I just wasn't here all day long, I'd be happier. If I just didn't have to come to work, I'd be better. If I just could work from home, I would like this job more. And I personally think that in most instances, that's probably a fallacy, right? And that for people who feel that way, they should probably think very deeply about what kind of profession they're in or what kind of people they're surrounding themselves with and maybe try, if feasible, to make a change because I don't think those problems get fixed even if you are working at home. I don't think if you find your work unfulfilling that you'll suddenly find it fulfilling if you're doing it from home. I think if you have a shitty boss, that boss isn't going to get better just because you're sitting at home, right? I feel like I want to step in here and talk about like, you know, productivity and time. And I feel like for me, why the office setup becomes a little restrictive is because I think it ends up defining like productivity or work product often by the amount of time that you spend in office itself. And I feel like sometimes that doesn't correlate to how we do end up, you know, bringing out our work products because sometimes in that like three to five period, I might be feeling super sleepy and I like want, I, and I'm not productive at all. And like, you know, I might be productive from say like an eight to 10 or from another time period, you know? So I feel like flexi work culture sort of allows me to you know be able to then like redefine productivity and time management and all of that according to my own personal clock and how it works for me as opposed to this like general timing which sometimes could end up wasting more of my time um people who get the stuff done that they need to get done if they have an even halfway reasonable boss work with people who say, yeah, sure. Like if you just busted your ass to get to meet a deadline, take a few hours to scroll mindlessly. It doesn't matter. Right. I think people who find themselves in a situation where they don't have that level of like camaraderie and that level of respect with a superior where, where someone knows, okay, you just, you just really put in a huge amount of time and energy and effort, and you maybe need an hour break. If you don't work with a boss like that, and you work with somebody who's going to push you through that and, and, and put you in a situation where you feel uncomfortable, you know, expressing that, then that's not a healthy work environment. And then people should change that work environment. Do you see what I mean? Like, I, I think one of my issues with, with this work from home push is that like, we also have options about where we choose to work and how we choose to spend our time. And the ideal situation should not be to like, run away from collaborative workplaces. It should be to, to identify a situation that's not working for us for whatever reason and change it. I know I experienced this problem like last week and I spoke to you and I said that, you know, I, I'm not being able to write my article anymore. I've just been staring blankly at my screen for the past two hours. But the thing is, like, while you might be an understanding, I feel like a lot of people in India aren't. And I feel it comes from like this place of distrust you feel like, you know, if you let your employees just like take some time off to themselves, they are just like not doing their work. And I don't know what is the way to like combat this. Like it's something that has existed for decades. Uh, I mean, just, you know, like I've, I've done a couple of pieces about like corporate work culture. And I've like talked to some HR people. I think there's always this uh, like tussle between an employer, for example, waiting for the employees to show that they are trustworthy um and then employees feeling like they are trusted uh and so it's like who does it first and then that determines like what that relationship becomes you're right there rupa that i i do think that you know a lot of my friends have told me that w the reasons that they feel like 
they want to work from home or they have to lie to stay at home because they don't have they don't feel like they don't have the freedom um to you just not come to work and have their employer understand is this distrust that they feel toward their employer and their employer feel towards them and, and somebody, somebody has to break the cycle um i don't have an answer for whose responsibility that is i'm also just really curious to meet these people who think that they would like to sit and work at home endlessly like for eternity is that real like i don't know but i miss you ladies i want to hang out like I don't want to sit at home with my kids all day getting like wine dad and like having people bust in and out of my room and ask me for peanut butter like this is not entertaining like I I enjoy sitting in a room with women I respect and having stimulating conversations and thinking about how we can build something together like I find that fun right I don't want to stay home and not do that so kala like this is so interesting because i know that we decided to do this podcast because we are all under lockdown and we don't know when it's going to end and we've been stuck inside the house for so long right and so even me who was a big proponent of work from home like having been stuck in this house i am going insane right like i want to you know like discuss hey the 4 pm uh, you know sweet treats and uh, to have just like a face to face like argument or discussion or whatever like those things i'm craving right now um and so yeah i think this quarantine quarantine has like changed a little bit like how i view work from home i do again very much like the fact that i can wake up at 9:30 and start start working at 10 and i like four hours of my day now i spent cooking or cleaning or whatever that i didn't have to go like i am really appreciating that but i think what i'm giving up is not worth the extra time that i find myself with our collaboration is so much stronger when we're just sitting in the room with each other and there's this is not something that's easy to quantify right we we can't ever scientifically prove how much more productive we are and like how how much better our ideas are or how much more we move forward as a team if we're sitting together but i feel it's different you know and we've actually done a great job like checking in twice a day we've done video calls like we're seeing each other we're engaging with each other we're still collaborating but it's it's not the same it doesn't feel the same i feel like if if we look at it more broadly and i think we've all been sort of going back to it a little bit is that um i think more than anything else it's about the idea of what like a work from the office corporate setup versus like a work from home culture represent right like it represents the kind of person who you're working with and if you have a relationship with them where like you know it's flexible and they understand and they get it and you're not in a space where you're really confined by like these rigid roles i think that's what makes the difference right but like i have one question which is i think something that we spoke about like the biggest con of going to office is commute and i think the biggest pro is community i think that's something that we've discussed but given that we've had this whole lockdown period to like reflect on things what would you say like are you willing to do that like really long commute for community or like are you willing to make that pay off which one would you choose um ha huh, so i think there's a way to reduce that commute burden right i don't know like you could uh, change your method of transportation or you could you know settle something with your employer or whatever but i don't think there is any re- replacement for the community uh you could work something around the commute part so i'm back to my original point about choices right and how we all have to choose in life and i think that like you know you don't get to have your proverbial cake and eat it too you don't get to get paid a full-time salary but then also meet your friend for a boozy lunch on a tuesday like 
you though you just have to choose ultimately and everybody should weigh their own you know in their own mind is this job worth whatever it costs me right like in terms of exhaustion from commute or all the other downsides we've talked about about showing up to a workplace um but i will say to rajvi's point that there is no replacement for a strong supportive work community like these become families in certain ways and i like I, I'm now on my third career, I suppose, right? And and in each of my previous careers, I had a work family. And those are people who I'm still in touch with, I'm still close with, and who, if I ever needed something professionally or personally, would pull out all the stops to help me. I mean, those are important bonds. I don't believe that they would have been forged over a computer screen. Okay, quarantine has made us value our work families. But okay, I want to go back to something which Carla sort of brought up and like about the whole point of like not wanting to be around with your kids all day and like working at the same time and the blurring of boundaries. And the fact that work from home also represents like the coming of flexi work culture and that that has actually been detrimental to women workers. One would think that it would be the opposite and that it would help in like, you know, women dropping out of the workforce at a certain age, but it's actually the opposite so so is that a con of like work from home and flexi work cultures that we need to take into account because very often then what ends up happening is that people assume that any time is their time and it's okay to reach out to you whenever and for people who especially you know have caregiving roles or you know which more or less ends up unfortunately being women um they really have to bear the brunt of a flexi work culture and it's very difficult for them to accommodate that in their lives Yeah definitely I mean so if for example flexi work culture is glorifying work from home as a policy right then that would mean that home as a concept is also ideal or like their home life is ideal right but for a lot of women i would say for a majority of women like home life is not ideal because the they bear a disproportionate burden of uh care work and housework uh so you have to do double work which they anyway have to do. uh so in that way if your home is not ideal then your work from home wouldn't be um so i know none of you have children but i have a lot of friends with kids um and people with kids during lockdown are experimenting with homeschooling because basically every school has organized what they're calling distance learning what is interesting to me is that so many people i know who have otherwise very um equal marriages and who don't feel like they disproportionately carry the burden of homework and I'm going to include myself in this the moment that the kids are home from school and somebody has to take on the burden of homeschooling them and following all the school assignments who ends up with this job by default in every single every single friend of mine who has kids is doing it instead of their husband instead of their partner and i don't consider myself to be married to a man who assumes that i'm going to pick up the burden of childcare but for some reason this is the default we slipped into as carla pointed out to us when you're in like caregiving situations where you have families it ends up falling on women unfortunately but the flip side to actually being pro you know a work from home policy is also that for a lot of people Um, a lot of disability rights activists a lot of people with special needs have been talking about the need for you know a more flexible work culture and to have opportunities to work from home for a really really long time so i mean again like i feel like it comes back to having a more flexible culture in some ways but a less one 
in another and i think it's just a question of how the employer ultimately defines their relationship with each employee and at least is considerate enough to you know care for their needs and try and accommodate them the only question is that how do we then ensure that people who are marginalized in very obvious ways right when it comes to this idea of the office versus work from home how do we ensure that like their needs are met or that they're not excluded from one kind of culture or another i feel like you could standardize the option of working from home like if somebody really needed it and they demonstrated that they need to do this then not to like uh, rely on each employer's discretion because we have established that we cannot that there is no uniform idea or like acceptance of this uh like of of even disabled uh, em- like employees for example then i would say that at least you could standardize the if somebody needs an option then i guess i don't know by law you would have to give it uh, but not to standardize work from home as the ideal situation for anybody so i think now that everybody is getting a chance to experiment with work from home and like this is me being very hopeful i just hope that you know a lot of employers do like like don't hesitate to hire like people who can't really come to office every day because i know that sometimes they're like okay this person might not be able to come to work how how will they coordinate with us how will they cooperate how will the workflow happen but now that we are getting used to it i just hope that that ceases to like be a consideration for employers and they are more accepting of employees who have disabilities that don't allow them to like go out of home every day and do the hustle I was going to say what Deepa said which is I think like yeah no under certain circumstances this is a completely appropriate and and very necessary arrangement and I hate to see anybody excluded from from consideration for a role because they can't come to an office and hopefully this whole experiment that the world is going through right now will prove to employers that work can be done um successfully from home a lot of like people have been writing about like there have been lots of op-eds about people writing about how the world is not going to be the same anymore and how you know how we work and live and exist is going to change entirely so moving away a little bit from our own personal experiences do you think that largely that's going to change for us especially in india like work from home and how that's been over time is that going to change post the lockdown period i don't think so at all um every in every way that we are describing being in this lockdown being under quarantine in every way i've heard it is an intermediate situation you know like it's it's something in the middle it's a it's a limbo state that we are living in i think we do need to in a lot of other ways start thinking about whatever we are doing right now and how that's going to translate or extend or expand into the future when we are not under lockdown anymore but i don't think that work culture can change like just like that i just feel like this whole phase will be a story that we tell people in the future that hey you know when corona virus happened and then the lockdown happened and then you know this is how we were functioning etc i don't think instantly there'll be like major changes in how people perceive work from home really um no chance zero change but i am like i'm like the resident cynic okay so i think human nature is like so fixed and so what it is and i think that um we all like to think when we're in a crisis situation that like this things will change and they'll never go back to the way they were and suddenly we're going to have universal healthcare and suddenly we're going to solve all these problems i don't i think that once things feel safe and comfortable for people it's just going to go right back to the 
way it was, um, unfortunately. Yeah, ultimately, we don't know if um, how and how much things will change or not. But let's hope that, you know, like both Dev Rupa and Carla said, that maybe, you know, we can now be more accommodating and understanding of the needs of people who have to compulsorily work from home and have no choice. And also for those people for whom, like Rajuli had pointed out, home is not an ideal place, right? And you have a lot of other responsibilities to take care of. So hopefully be more understanding when we have a flexible work culture for them. So that's this week's lockdown episode. See you again next time in yet another remote episode of Remote Respectfully Disagree. At this point, we should just like rename our podcast for the foreseeable future. On that note, bye everyone. Bye guys, bye bye. Bye bye. Happy work from home.